Hi, and welcome back to the I Am Broken podcast. I'm your host, Robin, and I want to say thank you for joining me tonight. Before I get into my topic, let me just open up with a word of prayer. Gracious and Heavenly Father, I just come before you just to say thank you for just everything that you are, everything that you have called me to be, Father God. I thank you for this platform. I thank you for this opportunity, Lord. I just ask that you have your way tonight, Father God. You know all and see all, Father God. I pray that the ears that will listen, Father God, that it will not fall on deaf ears, Father God, but on good ground. And that there will be fruit that will be produced from it and you will be glorified in it. Now, Lord, if there be anything in me that's not like you, I just come before your throne of grace and I ask for forgiveness right now in the name of Jesus. And I say thank you for forgiveness, Father God, because I know that it is not for them. It is for me, Father God. And so, Lord, even as you extend grace and mercy and forgiveness to me today, Father God, I will do the same for someone else, including myself. Now, I just ask that you just have your way in the midst, Lord, and do what you do best, and that is just be who you are, the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end, the first, the last, and everything in between you are. You sit high and you look low, and I thank you today, Father God. It is in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. I just want to say thank you for joining me tonight. It's been a while since I've been here. Um, I think it's been about a month. I had a lot of, was doing a lot of traveling last month. And, and so honestly, yeah, tired. When I tell you guys, I've been tired, tired. And then when I got back, I came down with a cough. Um, and now I'm really starting to just like sound like my regular self. And uh, I didn't feel bad or anything like that. But, you know, the cough was just annoying. So when you constantly coughing, it's just irritating. Right. So there's been a level of irritation there. But amen. Praise God. Thank, thank God for healing and deliverance um, of some things. So how is everyone doing? You know, it's been a minute since I've had an opportunity to, you know, join you all just to just say, hey, just, you know, talk about some things. So, you know, tonight isn't going to be any different. Um, I would like to just put this disclaimer out here before I go on any further. Definitely going to be a lot more transparent in this one as if I'm not already transparent in any in any of the other ones that I have done. Uh, but definitely going to be transparent in this one because it just seems like it is a timely subject for what we have going on in the world today. Um, and so I'm just going to get right into it. So tonight's topic of discussion is titled Hurt People Hurt People. Yeah. Healed people heal people. And y'all know a lot of times when I get these topics, you know, sometimes I'm just reading through my devotions. Sometimes I'm just sitting and reflecting on some things and my thoughts. And sometimes it's just God just start talking to me in the midst of my prayers about things. And so, you know, there's been so much that have went on in the last month. 
that deals with people who are hurt and they're hurting other people. And so I thought it would be a good topic to just talk about, you know? Um, And so I did some research on some things that I wanted to talk about, but honestly, a lot of what's going to come out tonight is going to come out from my own experiences of things that I have seen, things that I have been through, things that I have done, um, and things that were done to me. So it's going to really come out of basically how I responded, um, to different situations that has happened. So hurt, the definition says to cause physical pain or injury too. That really wasn't quite what I was looking for, even though we've had a lot of shootings going on um, that has resulted in deaths in the last month. Um, And so, but, you know, I'm inclined to believe that the individual who caused the the shooting at the school in Texas um, was dealing with some mental Um, and most of us are, if we will be honest, you know, some of us don't want to be honest because we don't want people looking at us. We don't want people judging us. We don't want people talking about us. So we don't want to talk about it, but you need to talk about it. Who cares what someone thinks or says? They don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. They are not God. They don't control your fate, you know, and we have got to learn to depend more on what God says versus what man and the world says. Um, But anyway, another definition is to feel or suffer bodily or mental pain or distress. Cause mental pain or distress to a person or their feelings. That was more along the lines of what I was looking for. Why? Because mental health is real. Um, And I can speak from experience because I struggled with it years ago. And if I am to be honest, it's a day-to-day fight for me. So, you know, just because you win one battle don't mean that there isn't something else that's waiting for you (laughs) you know and so I have to choose what I'm going to allow and what I'm not going to allow um and so my scripture comes from Ephesians 4 31 through 32 let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. A lot of us do not operate in love or forgiveness. Why? Because of some past trauma, um, emotional distress, um, things that you might've seen growing up. You know, and I can speak to all of that. But of course, you know, 
let me put this other disclaimer out here. This is just my opinion, my thoughts. This is not tell all, be all. This is not the final, you know, end all to be all, basically. This is just my thoughts that I speak about. And what I've been through is what I speak on. And so words to describe hurt feelings. That's what gets you jacked up. When your feelings been hurt. And we have had that happen. We know somebody who, you know, constantly play the victim role in it and use it. Um, but heartache. Now, this one right here for me was like, I guess think about some of the, something that would just be so bad or so traumatizing to you that your heart just aches. Like, for instance, you had a lot of people who hearts just ache for the parents, the families of those kids that their lives were taken, you know, by someone who probably was struggling with mental, emotional, maybe some physical stress, trauma, um, abuse. It could be a number of different things. I don't think that he just woke up and decided today I'm going to go kill all these kids. This was something that has been brewing and a lot of times when we are hurt and we don't deal with past trauma or issues that you know we've struggled with that stuff just does nothing but fester and it's almost like if I can give you this picture because I posted this on my story today on Instagram a band-aid so just imagine you cut your finger or something and it starts to bleed. Well, you clean it off, but then you put a Band-Aid on it. Why? To protect it, right? It's no different. A lot of times we are wounded and we're walking around here wounded. We're hurt and so many other different things that are going on emotionally, mentally. Some of us are dealing with physical. Um, and we just put a Band-Aid on it. But... As soon as that band-aid comes off, that wound is open back up. It's no different than our feelings. You know, if you don't get those under control, they will control you. How many times have you acted out of your feelings? It's easier said than done to not be emotional, to not get caught up in your feelings, to not allow your feelings to drive you and move you to do things that you or say things to people that you should not do or say. Our mouth is a weapon and can be the worst weapon there is. Why? Because words do hurt. And you remember when you was a kid, we used to say sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt us. That's, that's not true. Words do hurt. And the more older I get and the more I grow in God, I learn the power of my words. Now, I try to use them carefully. Why? Because I really don't like having 
to go back to ask for forgiveness, especially if I've wronged someone. Now, if you say to me that I did hurt your feelings, you're giving me an opportunity to right that wrong. Now, if I don't right that wrong, I really don't care about how you feel, truthfully speaking. And so, again, when hurt people are hurt, they hurt other people. So when you leave things un, unsettled, not dealt with, they don't do nothing but fester and carry over and keep growing and keep bigging, getting bigger and bigger. And before you know it, it's out of control. It's out of hand. So now not only does it impact you, but it impacts everybody around you. Everybody around you feels the repercussion of your hurt feelings, whether it's through heartache or this one, heartbreak, man, I could probably spend the rest of the time talking about heartbreak, but people only do what we allow them to do to us. Yep, I'm going to say that again. People will only do what we allow them to do. And you cannot give somebody else that much control in your life. Why? Because if they know that they have it, they will definitely use it and try to use it to their advantage. Joylessness. Your joy comes from the Lord. The world can't give you joy. Only God can give that to you. But it's a choice. You can choose to be joyful. You can choose to have joy. Just like anything else that we have or we experience or encounter in this life. It's a choice. I don't know about any of y'all, but. You have to be careful about your space. I've said this before and I will say it again. You have to protect your space. A lot of us are building walls and not fences. God didn't tell us to build no wall. If you build a wall, can't nobody get in it. And so, and that's one of the first things that when you're hurt, that's, that's a wall goes up. When really it should be a fence with a gate that has a door on it. Why? Because we have to operate in love and forgiveness. As much as it hurts, love and forgiveness. And my sister says this all the time. And she used to say it to me when... I would be on a tangent or about me ranting about something that somebody did or said to me. And she would say, Robin, you have to love people where they are. I never understood it or got the full meaning of it until, you know, when you deal with difficult people, like our mom, sometimes she's just very difficult to deal with. Sometimes it shouldn't be difficult to love her, but sometimes it is. And I'm just being honest with you. Sometimes it's just easier to love her 
from a distance, even though we're called to love each other up close. Sometimes y'all, she makes it difficult. Why? Because she never has anything good to say. She's never positive about anything. And I know for me, I already have so much that I'm dealing with. Some things that I struggle with on a day-to-day basis. And I may not talk about it or share it. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And the last thing I want is somebody who is negative, don't have nothing good. That doesn't help me any. So when I say protect your space, sometimes it means protecting your space from those that are even close to you. That could be family. That could be your significant other. That could be friends. It's up to you what you allow in your space. Sadness. Sadness is a choice. You can choose to be happy or you can choose to be sad. I don't know too many folks that wake up and say, oh, today I'm just going to be sad. I'm not going to be happy. You know, a lot of times things happen through the course of our day and we allow that to impact us. I'm one of those people that have allowed different things to transpire that have basically shaped the course of my day. And sometimes it's been the entire day that, and then when I look back over all the time in the day that I had was wasted on things that it shouldn't have been wasted on. Why? Because I allowed something to disrupt my day. But when you're hurt and your feelings are hurt, and I'm one of those people that wear my feelings on my sleeve. So I've learned how to speak up for myself versus holding it in. So if it's something that I don't like, I'm going to say I don't like it. But I try to make sure that I don't say it out of a place of hurt or anger. Especially if I value who the individual is and the relationship that I have with them. A lot of times we receive from people the way that we see them. Same thing with God. We receive from God the way we view him. So if you don't see him as a good God, a great God, a God who can do things that are impossible for a man to do, but he can do everything. If you don't see him that way, you won't receive the blessings that he has. You won't even receive from him that way. Sorrow, unhappiness. Now sorrow, you know, It does hurt, especially when you've lost someone that you care for, you know, um, and unhappiness, like I said, again, it's a choice. You can choose to be happy or you can choose to be unhappy. And I feel like when you have past traumatic experiences, like I am, I was sexually molested when I was younger. Now, that trauma, sometimes I feel like has an impact on 
my relationships. I've been in relationships. I've been married twice. That didn't, it didn't work. I've been in other relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend type relationships. And sometimes I feel like that has had an impact on my relationships. Why? Because there's some trauma that I've experienced, but I experienced it much younger that there's still some things that I need to deal with. If not, there it's going to keep being an issue. <laughs> and so, you know, I often wonder why, um, re- you know, some of the relationships that I've been in didn't work. I've often wondered why some of the people that I cared so much for walked away, you know, um, and it, it makes you self-reflect. So, you know, when you have a, when you're in a relationship or, you are involved with someone and you really care for that person. And sometimes they don't reciprocate that back in return. It hurts. It has the ability to change how you view relationships, how you view, how you will view the next person that comes into your life. And truthfully speaking, you know, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, of course I don't get out a whole lot. You know, everybody keeps saying, well, you need to get out more, you know, so you can meet people. But honestly, makes me a little nervous. Why? Because nobody is being truthful about where they are in their life. This pandemic, social media has allowed people to hide and do things and, and treat people you know, poorly because they can. And honestly, we have got to come from behind. We got to take the mask off. We got to stop hiding behind our wounds and and just different things like that. Why? Because if we don't deal with the hurt, we're going to continue to hurt other people. And what that does is it starts a chain of events like dominoes. Like you knock one domino... And all of them just fall. That has a ripple effect on every relationship in your life, whether it's with your children, whether it's with your spouse, whether it's with your friends, whether it's with your family members, whoever. It has an effect on every relationship in your life. It even affects the relationship you have with the Lord. He can't heal from the inside out, if you don't open up and give it to him, if you don't let go of it and give it to him, because that was, that's what has to happen. It has to be a healing that takes place from the inside out in order for us to basically break the cycle of hurting other people because we are hurt. And that just means that you got some underlying issues that you have not chosen to deal with or you're not ready to face you know you don't want any deliverance from it you you want to continue to sit in it and be the victim and want to talk about how somebody wronged you it's time out for all that we grown people well I'm a grown person and I would like to think that everybody that I engage with are grown people also but a lot of times you will have people who are hurt 
and they deflect that hurt onto you and make you think that it's you. I've had that happen so much that it is utterly ridiculous how many times I've had people say, it's not you. I just got this going on. I got that going on. Well, hell. Oh, I'm sorry. I said hell. It's my show. Say whatever. Anyway, um, it doesn't stop the fact that it didn't make me look at myself and think that there was something wrong with me. What else could I have done to make this a little bit more easier? You know, you have people who want to fix because nobody wants to see somebody hurting. At least if you have compassion and you care about people, you never want to see somebody that you love or you're close to hurting. But at the same time, again, when you have stuff that has been left undealt with, it just carries over and it keeps growing. Next thing you know, you got bitterness, you got anger, you got all different kinds of things that are operating and you're not happy. And guess what? That reflects on everyone that you that comes in contact with you and guess what most are not going to even deal with you why because most people don't want that negative energy in their in their space they don't want to even entertain it and so again we have to be careful if there are some things and some areas that you know you need god to deliver you in put it before him take it to him And don't just take it to him one time. Keep it before him. Allow him to heal you from the inside out. Because when you're not healed from the inside, that is what's going to manifest on the outside. So everything that's done internally manifests externally. Anyway, something that wounds the feelings mental suffering anguish i keep talking about mental health most of my posts in the last couple days have been talking about mental health why because it's real and people are suffering in silence there's been plenty of times where i didn't understand what was going on with me so i couldn't get nobody else to understand And so sometimes when it's like that for me, I, for lack of better terms, kind of shut down. Why? Because I need to try to understand what it is because I don't want to put that off or give that off on to somebody else that didn't have anything to do with why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And we can stop We have got to stop using excuses. Well, I had a bad day at work today or, you know, uh, I got a flat tire or I had to go, you know, get something fixed on my car and it was unexpected and, you know, or I don't have enough money to do this. That's life and life is going to continue to happen. Why? Because we live in in a imperfect world with imperfect people. We are all imperfect. And so things are going to arise. But your response to it determines how you get through it. A wrong or harm 
Now, I used to be one of those kind of people that if you did something to me, I was going to get you back. Ooh, and I could hold a grudge for a long time. Like literally, y'all. But amen. Thank you for deliverance and healing um, on my attitude and demeanor about certain things. Because, you know, what I found out was, was that I was angry and upset and holding on to it. And they moved on. So it wasn't really hurting them. It was hurting me. And it kept me in a place that much more longer than what I needed to be. And because I wouldn't let go of the fact that I was dead set on getting you back. We can't live like that. To cause somebody emotional pain. Now, I had a situation from my past come back. And I was told by the individual that it was a good thing that what I said to them years ago really didn't, it impacted them, but not to a point where it caused them to not want to continue to move forward in their life. They had an interest in me and I had an interest too, but I allowed a situation to cause me to be mean and say something that Honestly, I can never take that back. You know, I apologize. I asked for forgiveness for what I said, but I was 17 at that time when I, when I make, when I spoke those words, basically. And so, but it doesn't excuse the fact that it could have potentially had a negative impact on the individual. And I'm so grateful and thankful that it did not. Why? Because, again, I had a situation. I was pregnant, but I didn't have the heart to tell him that I was pregnant and that I was chasing up behind my kid's father. That was the reason why I responded to him him the way that I did. And so, you know, and he basically let me know that that probably would him finding out that I was actually pregnant by someone else would have probably did more damage than me telling him that he wasn't my type and I wasn't interested. So the power of our words, I cannot express this enough. They have the ability to give life or death or breed death in somebody else's life. And so You know, again, I was 17 and doing what I I mean, I thought I was mature for a 17 year old, but clearly not as mature as I am today as a 50 year old, you know, but again, you just never know what your words or actions could can do and how they can impact somebody in their life, even if it was. 10 years ago, you know, um, because, you know, a lot of times people will remind you of where you used to be at or what they used to know about you. I, I don't let people do that with me. Why? Because I'm not the same person that I was even two years ago. 
So you're not going to hold me hostage to being somebody that I was 20 years ago. We two totally different people today. And God has done a, a lot of work in my life. And I've grown in so many different areas that I can honestly say that the person that I am today is still evolving, but I'm better than I was yesterday. Anyway, an emotional or psychological hurt, humiliation or bad experience. That just speaks into what I just, the story that I just said, the example that I just gave, you know, is definitely um, a humbling experience when God has to humble you, especially when, you know, you've done some things that was not okay. You've treated some people the way that you shouldn't have treated them. Um, and so again, when you ask for forgiveness and they forgive you, you have to also forgive yourself. So I had to, I have to literally forgive myself for decisions that I made back then so that they don't impact me moving forward. Again, we have got to operate in a place of love and forgiveness. Love and forgiveness. That's what's wrong with the world. It's not enough love or forgiveness. And we as the body of Christ, the representation of Christ in the earth should be the first ones on the front line to display love and forgiveness. Again, sometimes it is a little bit more difficult, but that's where God's grace comes in to cover us. Not saying that you need to abuse his grace, but I'm just saying that there's grace to cover you for whatever season he has you in. And so I put another post up today and it was a band-aid. And on the post, it said, when are we going to stop putting band-aids on our wounds or trauma? A band-aid only stays on for so long. And it's just until somebody comes along, says something, does something that triggers and open that, that wound right back up. And if it, if they can trick, if they, if they do something or say something that triggers the wound and it causes it to come back open, that means that you are not completely healed from it. You still got some work to put in. You still need to keep that before the Lord. And how you know you have completely been healed when it don't impact you the same way that it used to impact you when it happens. Again, some things, that's why you have to be protective of your peace and your space, you know, um, because it's easily to be derailed or get caught up and past emotions and and just different things like that why because people who have not moved forward who have not they don't operate or walk in a place of healing they will remind you and they will keep reminding you and truthfully speaking 
I don't want them kind of folks around me. I'm going to still pray for you and I'm going to still love you. But that don't mean I have to be around you. Because I've moved from that space. And I'm not going to continue to allow someone to keep taking me back to a place that I have moved from. Not going to do it. So here was something that I found the other day as uh, that I was reading and I actually wrote it. We cannot control outcomes, but we can rule the choices that shape our character. We can choose to trust God, to listen to what he says, to love one another, and to follow the ways of wisdom. Doing so may not create desirable circumstances, but the wisdom and favor of God are great rewards. Now, in a perfect world, everything would just go the way we want it to go. But we, again, we don't live in a perfect world. We are all imperfect people. So a lot of the outcomes that we're hoping for don't always turn out that way. And when they don't turn out that way, that's when you make yourself accountable. Get you an accountability partner. You know, put some worship music on, you know, read your word, find something that is positive, that keeps you in a a space that where you're, you're walking in positivity, positivity versus negativity. You know, it's already, life is already hard enough. We don't have to make it that much more harder for us. So you can choose which that's the thing that I love most about the Lord. He gives us a choice, but we get to take all these things to him because he knows what to do with them. We don't know what to do with it, but he does. And so I saw this too. Um, Sarita Jakes posted this and in it, she says that soul care is not, about looking or feeling good. It's about taking time to reflect on who we are, where we are, and how we can show up better for ourselves and others. I thought that that was so profound. Why? Because when we're healed, we show up better for ourselves and other people. And I'm not trying to keep up with nobody. I'm just trying to run the race that's been set before me, staying in my lane, minding my business, right? Now, if I don't invite you in my lane, then don't be trying to get over here in it. And that's a precautionary measure, especially if you come in with some nonsense and some foolishness. No, we're not. I'm not allowing that. But when we take better care of ourselves means we take better care of our souls. It's not only beneficial to us, but to everyone around us. It's from a full cup we are able to pour out to others. That's all I have for y'all today. But again, we have to take better care of ourselves. And the healing starts from within. And the way that we get that, we have to take that to God. And God will begin that surgery and that cleansing 
but you have to want to be healed. That's another thing too. A lot of times you have so many people who've been hurt for so long. They don't know what healing looks like. They don't know what right looks like because it's been so long that they don't know anything else. And because we are flesh, humans, we can't do what he's able to do for us. Well, you know, I hope that you got something out of, you know, um, this tonight. Again, hurt people, hurt people. But healed people, heal people. Thank you for joining me again. I'm your host, Robin. Um, You can find this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, It's actually on um, iHeartRadio. Tune in. um, Podbeam, of course. And it's on Amazon Radio as well. Um, I'm looking for sponsors. So if you know anyone who's interested in sponsoring my podcast, that would be awesome. You can reach out to me on Instagram. Hit me up, broken underscore zero one 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 two one. Um, again, that's my Instagram, broken underscore zero one 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 two one. Um, uh, I have been talking about my sister's nonprofit organization more than my pretty face. We are actually on break. Uh, We had a good, successful first year, um, and the girls are truly awesome and amazing. Some of them have graduated from high school. So, of course, you know, we have been invited to graduation parties and, you know, and stuff like that. And they are just awesome young women. Um, I'm amazed at what I got a chance to be a witness to. So I can't wait for the next group of girls to come through and see and watch them grow and evolve and become better women for their communities, just for themselves. Um, If you know anyone who's interested in donating to the organization, you can go to morethanmyprettyface.org. Anybody is interested in volunteering. Um, if you know any, if you have any information that would be good as far as grants and different things like that, hit us up, let us know, share the information. Um, my friend Linda has an awesome nonprofit empower him. Same thing. If you're interested in donating, go to empowerhim.org. Um, you will see where you have opportunities to volunteer, what they're doing, um, Everyone knows that I'm a self-published author. The second edition of my book is on Amazon. Broken, to be or not to be, that is the question. Get you a copy of it. It's on Kindle and you can order a hard copy. Um, If you live in the Charlotte area and you get a copy of it and you want me to autograph it, no problem. Reach out to me on Instagram, broken underscore zero one 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 two one on Instagram. And before I close out, let me close out with a word of prayer. Gracious and heavenly father, I just come before you and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for just the words that you have used. Thank you for using me, Father God. I thank you that 
you call upon me and I'm going to show up, Father God, that I'm a willing vessel, Father God. Lord, I thank you for the blood of your son. I plead the blood over the minds of your people, Father God, over the ears of your people, Father God. And I thank you that whoever goes back and listens to this, Father God, that there will be some healing and some deliverance that takes place, Father God, that they will seek ye first your kingdom and your righteousness and everything that they need shall be added unto them. Lord, and I thank you that everything that they stand in need of, Father God, that it is already met according to your riches and glory. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Again, thank you for joining me. Tune in next week. I will be live via Instagram. I'm trying something different, y'all. So I won't be live on here, but I will be live next week on Instagram. So I will see you there. Have a great evening.